0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pylon Podcast. I'm Cantley Elliot here with my friend Wesley McFan. We haven't done one of these in a few weeks, so it's good to be back on here with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think it's you know fitting we start today's episode just talking about the Patriots, the other quarterback situation. You know, you being a Patriots fan, you've watched a lot more games, I'm assuming, this year than I have. Um today was a little bit of a glimpse, I think, of it was it was rough kind of for him today. You know, they benched Mac Jones before half. He had a rough first half. So, you know, what, what did you see from him this week? I mean, honestly, it's nothing
1: new. Mm-hmm. Um Mac Jones all year has just been kind of playing like he's a, like a rookie, you know, like he's never stepped foot on an NFL field before. So I think, it, I think it's good that they benched Mac Jones, but I don't think Bailey Zappi's any better. I don't think there is a a franchise quarterback on the roster right now, and they need to look somewhere else because it's not working. They're two and nine right now. Uh, last year, I know they weren't too much better. Um, Mac Jones threw two interceptions before he got benched. Bailey Zappi came in the game, threw another interception. Uh, you know, to the Giants, who this year aren't really doing too hot themselves, so it's it's pretty poor, to have three interceptions in one game between two quarterbacks. So I think they just need to – they need to look somewhere else for for a leader of that offense.
0: Yeah. I think what's so interesting about the Patriots, though, and when you kind of read, you know, the pieces they want to get in the draft or just in the offseason in general, um, they had Drake May from North Carolina as one potential person. Caleb Williams is obviously – no matter how bad he's played or whatever opinion people have of him, he's probably still going to go number one overall. And then Harrison will probably go number two. But Drake May, I think when you're reading just his profile and everything, I don't want to – I hate putting this tag on people and, you know, comparing them to all-time greats. But he has, like, kind of similar features to Tom Brady. He's about the same size as Brady. Um, I think he's he weighs a little bit more. He's about 220. But he's 6'4". He has a cannon of an arm. And he can actually move. So – in my mind, he even kind of sounds like Josh Allen, maybe a little bit too, just like a big guy who can throw it, he can move. Um, so I don't know if that might be something good for the Patriots. I don't know if Bill Belichick being gone might be something that's good for the Patriots. But at this point, it just kind of seems like this is their worst start in 30 years, I read, today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy coming from Belichick because everybody wants to say he's a Hall of Fame coach. And, you know, I without Brady, I don't get that vibe. I don't get that I don't get that kind of, you know, we're here to win. We're here to play kind of vibe from Belichick or the whole team, to be honest. you know, he the pre-snap penalties are crazy. You know, all these their defense is always great. The yeah. Patriots defense, they do have that going for him, but Belichick's mm-hmm. a defensive coach, right? right. So you know, I, th- I don't think Belichick is really the problem, even though he's calling a lot of the shots. He wouldn't yeah. he wouldn't give a starting quarterback to the media, and that's not doing them any good. Like mm-hmm. when you're two and nine, no one cares who the starting quarterback is going to be.
0: No, so I don't, they just need to quit playing games and get somebody else in there. One one thing I want to ask your opinion on because this this reminded me of a certain situation a couple of years ago. So Belichick was kind of playing mind games throughout the week of who the starter was going to be, this and everything else. It kind of reminded me of Urban Meyer a couple of years ago when he was a Jacksonville Jaguars coach when it was between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like we all kind of knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be the guy because he was the number one overall pick. But Urban Meyer was, like, playing these games, and he waited till I think maybe, like, a couple of weeks, like, maybe a week or two before the season to name Trevor Lawrence the starter. And sometimes I think when you get to a point where, like, your season's kind of already in a hole, that doesn't help, really. It's just it just makes all. it worse. Yeah.
1: Not at all. There's there's obviously some inconsistencies and Belichick's kind of second guessing himself. Who does he want to start? You know, so it it definitely doesn't look good for them at all.
0: Yeah. And it's actually funny, too. I was reading a couple of different potential spots Belichick could go. But like, I just don't know if for one, the success he's had over the span of like two decades or whatever. I don't know if he would take a role somewhere else. Cause obviously it's going to be a head coach for him no matter what. Mm-hmm. And Washington commanders, that was one team on there. Cause they're like, Ron Rivera is probably going to be out after this year. But like, I just don't know if that's really, that just seems like such a, like a lateral move. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like that's any better. Um, and now you look at, like you said, he's a defensive coach. And you look at Montez Sweat and Chase Young, they're gone now. Their defense has kind of been struggling since those guys left the trade deadline. So I don't even know what move is really good for him.
1: I don't know if a move really is no, you know, I mean, like you said, it's just kind of a lateral move. Like, what's the point? Yeah. So, yeah,
0: it feels really, it feels, it feels really weird. But yeah, just like I said, wanted to bring that up because you being the Patriots fan, Yeah. you know, it's just like, how is that? It's kind clearly, of clearly,
1: clearly it's a, you know, it's a rebuilding stage. Mm-hmm. And, but I think honestly quarterback is one of the main positions that everybody in the league is trying to figure out. You know, after a lot of great, you know, all time greats have left the league recently. So, you know, all of these younger quarterbacks are kind of going from one team to another, one team to Mm -hmm. another. I mean, look at Joshua Dobbs. He's one example, but you know, all over the place, these teams are kind of just trading between quarterbacks, like who's going to work in this offense, who's going to work in that offense. But I think honestly, the Patriots just need to take a gamble and Mm -hmm. just get rid of Zappy and, uh, Mac Jones.
0: Yeah. No, I, I think your your quarterback comment, you know, on just how it's been this year, I think it's actually a good segue for the next thing. Because on a pod earlier this week that I did, we were kind of talking about, you know, how the AFC has been kind of underwhelming this year. And I think with all the injuries to quarterbacks, that's kind of, you know, the story of it all. You look at Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow now. Um, it's just, it, it hasn't been a good year for any of those guys. And so, that kind of brings me to my next point talking about the game today between Buffalo and Philadelphia. Do you think, how do how do you feel about the bills? Because I was talking to, when I was doing the pod the other day with my friend, we were like, we just feel like the window for Buffalo is kind of closed. And I don't know these last couple weeks really, you know, losing to the Broncos, losing to Philly today. It just really doesn't feel like Buffalo is a contender in the AFC anymore. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I mean, let me look up their, the rest of their schedule. 'Cause that that ultimately kind of depends. Yeah. You know, to get to postseason.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> you know, yeah. Being a team like in the same uh division as your favorite team, I'm just like, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about their chances? Cause I had Miami originally winning that division. Um and at first I wasn't really too sure about that because I was like Buffalo, they've been a juggernaut the last couple of years and everything. Um, but Miami, I mean, they've come out and they've proved that I think they might be the team to beat in that division now. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I definitely think Miami's they're definitely a better full round team.
0: Yeah.
1: I I feel like. And obviously, you know, they're eight and three, so they're doing great. Even though the Bills the, stomped them. Yeah, but the, I mean, it's interdivisional, and those games are always crazy. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So, but the Bills have the Chiefs, Chargers, Dolphins, Cowboys, and Patriots. So Man. it's not looking too easy for them. Man. Um, I I, I agree. I think I
0: think they're kind of out. Yeah. So I don't know, like is eight and nine too. That doesn't sound too crazy for him to finish eight and nine this year. Nah. I don't think that's eight... out of
1: the question at all.
0: Yeah. Eight and nine missed the playoffs. I mean, that's I mean, and yeah, like we like we said too, we have a lot of other teams like uh Denver. They stepped up. I know the Raiders lost today, but they've gotten back into the mix a little bit mm-hmm. too. Um, I it just feels like those spots, Houston, it just feels like the AFC right now, they're just all it's just so congested in it's that area super tight super
1: yeah. tight especially for that wild card slot and anything behind that you know yeah. in the hunt you know there's i I think 6 or 7 teams that are all within one game of each other one yeah. one win or one loss of, yeah. of being in that wild card slot
0: and even Cincinnati like i know they started out rough and they obviously don't have Joe Burrow now and i think we can pretty much count their season as being over now i would mm-hmm. assume most people would But even Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's another team you can never count on either. So it's just, yeah, the AFC, I'm just curious to see how it's going to shake out. But Buffalo's just not a team I really think I like too much, or not as much as I did at one time.
1: Right, right. I mean, last year they were real contenders. The year before that, obviously they were great. Um, But this year I think they've kind of fallen behind. Everybody else has been building their team the past few years, and I think the AFC is extremely stacked. You know, Mm -hmm. I I love watching any AFC game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because even the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans like that game today, when they played earlier in the year and Houston won, I was like, you know, they rolled they rolled Jacksonville then. But I was like, I still I still believe in Jacksonville because that division is just so weak. And I think you look at that game today and even like what C.J. Stroud is doing. I mean, that's just like he in my in my personal opinion, I think he's obviously locked up offensive rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. I think he even needs to be in the MVP discussion. Maybe. Cause I don't think anybody had hope like high hopes for Houston and what they've done so far.
1: No, they've absolutely come out swinging. They, they keep the plays alive. I love how CJ Stroud is calm and collected, you know, Mm -hmm. behind the line. He doesn't look like he's under a lot of duress all the time. And, you know, he gets out and moves and uses his legs and Mm -hmm. extends the plays where he needs to. And he doesn't take a lot of sacks. So I think definitely for a rookie quarterback, he's got his head on straight and he's looking good for the future.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to ultimately attract people to come there, too, because you look at what he's doing now with less and I'm like when you're when your best receiver is Nico Collins. I mean, but you're you're piecing it together every week. And there's about two games I think you can look at, one of them being today. And I say maybe the Atlanta Falcons game uh, a few weeks back. Those are two games where I'm like, you know, if they win those two games right there. I mean, they're you know, they're an eight, nine win team already. And mm-hmm. I don't think going into the season, I think we had, I think the majority of us who did our preseason predictions, we had the Colts finishing last because they were in so, so much turmoil to start the season with Jonathan Taylor and everything. But I mean, Houston, I think we had them maybe winning like four games this year. We were like, they will be a four or five win team. But I mean, they, they've, they've pushed the envelope this year. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But they've definitely pushed it. Um, Another team you brought up, too, when we were talking before this Denver, they're they're kind of starting to push the envelope too now. I mean, I don't know. What do you what do you make of their season right now?
1: Yeah. Perfect segue, because Denver yeah. has uh, they're at the Texans next week, it's next true. Sunday. So, you, you know, if you would have told me a few weeks ago that the Denver Broncos would be six and five right now, I would have laughed in your face, man. Yeah. They've come back and they've won five games in a row. They, they started the season one and five, and now they're six and five. So I think, you know, it brings it brings up a lot of questions from last year about mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. You know, was he just not being coached the way he should have? Or was he just kind of getting used to the offensive scheme that, that they were running over there in Denver? But I think he's finally kind of settled in. You know, he's got – especially with Sean Payton over there now, I think he kind uh, <clears> of <throat> cohesively – brings that team together and exploits any strengths they have and kind of diminishes any weaknesses they may have. And -hmm. I think midway through what we've seen so far from them this season, I think they've really grown as a team. You know, they they beat Kansas City. Let's give them that. You know, that's impressive. So I I think – I'm not going to say that they're great, but they're not as bad as they were last year, and I think they're on the right path.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing, too – there's no clear cut really best team in the AFC. I feel like you can make an argument for either Baltimore or Miami. I think it's kind of a toss up between those two right now, but you look at pretty much anybody else. I mean, like Kansas city, they've had their struggles this year. Uh, mm-hmm. The Browns obviously had our struggles, the Bengal. I mean, every, you can pretty much point to every team. So I don't think Denver is really too far off from like anybody else in that conference, really.
1: Not at all. Not at all. They're yeah. six and five, the top teams are eight and three. So, I mean, they're yeah. a couple a couple wins and a couple losses away from taking that number one. I mean, they have the Texans next week, and then they play the Titans uh the week after that, and then the week after that as well. So
0: I mean those are some winnable, winnable those games. Are
1: definitely winnable games, especially yeah. with the Broncos defense. You know, I, I was watching one of the games earlier today and it kind of clipped into the Broncos game against mm-hmm. the uh the Raiders, I think. Was it? Uh the Broncos. Who did they play today?
0: They played us, the Browns.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. They uh, blew it. Never mind. I I was thinking of a different game then, because it was something about holding the holding Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to 49 yards in the first quarter or something. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. And like, I always kind of wonder when you have teams like that that kind of get on a hot streak, like Denver. What's their ceiling like come postseason? You know, it's just. Because I mean, really, like, and like we always say, it's a it's a week to week thing. It's at any given Sunday, you just kind of never know what's going to happen. And Denver, I think they're really kind of leaning into that any given Sunday, and they're beating mm-hmm. teams you didn't think they were going to beat. And so, you know, you just kind of wonder like, how much longer they're going to keep this going? And the Sean Payton thing so far, I mean, it seems like it's it's going pretty well so far in his first year. Yeah.
1: No, I I definitely agree with that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I'm trying to think uh, any other games for next week maybe we're looking forward to besides that one. Oh, 49ers Eagles.
1: That'll ooh, that'll be a great one. That'll be a good one. Definitely keep your eye on that one.
0: I feel uh, like Bengals Jing- jags would be good if Burrow was playing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're mm, not so much anymore. No. Um Dolphins Commanders, I think that'll just be a fun one to watch. I don't think it's going to be competitive all that much. No. Nah, I think it'll uh, be fun to watch.
0: We might have a good Thursday night game, though, Seahawks and Cowboys. That might be a good a good yeah, Thursday absolutely. night game. Because a lot of these primetime games this year have been kind of eh. Yeah. yeah, like the one tonight. Yeah. And then Man. tomorrow, Vikings and Bears is eh. Yeah,
1: Vikings all day.
0: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some good stuff coming up for us, it looks like. It should be pretty fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited, exactly. dude. I, this is my favorite time of year. You yeah, know, weather starts cooling down, people get together for the holidays watching some football. It's oh, my yeah. favorite time of year.
0: Heck yeah, it's the best time. And I'm always glad we could we're able to do this together. It's always fun. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Pylon podcast. We'll see you next time.